Hi, welcome to the podcast, Just Don't Know, where each week I introduce my girlfriend, Jess, to a new uh, topic. My name is Kyle Hicks, and to my immediate right, as always, is... Jess! Also, how did I get the shitty chair? Like, I, I had the nice chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one here, you mean? Oh, no, the one Brendan's using. <laughs> but listen to that evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we have a special guest, my little brother, Brendino. Younger, so, not little. I mean... My my little big brother Brendino. Uh, Brendan brought it to my attention that a great topic to do, a movie that me and him grew up on that Jessica doesn't know about. Well, she knows about but never actually seen is Gremlins. Yes, Gremlins. Yes, Gremlins. Quiet. And actually, we're gonna do a double feature. Th- uh, we're gonna do a double feature this this week that we don't don't normally do. We're actually we're doing both of the Gremlins films. So it's gonna be a two parter. Two parter. So, uh, 1984's Gremlins and then 1990's Gremlins Two: A New Batch. Jessica, what do you know about Gremlins? Okay, so I know that they're really really cute. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to get them wet. You can't feed them like after- sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't be raping the Gremlins. Nothing worse than uh, having something cute you can't get wet, eh, guys? <laughs> All right, so they're cute. You can't get them wet. What else? You can't feed them past midnight. Yeah. He gets it from, like, an old Chinese man. He's, like, a, one of those 1980 Chinese men who's, who's spiritual and very magical. <laughs> He's like Dumbledore, but of Chinese, China. Yeah, it's like Dumbledore with a Fu Manchu. know that's the extent of uh the gremlin knowledge okay oh i do know that there is a female gremlin that looks like Nicki minaj <laughs> not sure which movie that's from but well you're gonna have to wait and find out but yeah so uh we're gonna watch the movie and then we're gonna come back and discuss <laughs> all right guys we just got back from watching the motion picture gremlins like always, well, I guess we'll ask you, Jess. You want to give us a quick plot synopsis? All right, so this dude goes to, like, this, like, underground Chinese, like, shop thing. And he's, like, trying to sell his invention to this, like, old man. The old man's, like, not having it. And then they hear this weird sound. Oh, look, it's a cute little mogwai. Tries to buy him. The old man's like, nah, not gonna happen. Not today, sir. And the young boy's like, oh, Grandpa, we need the fucking money. The young boy sends the, the one dude out. He steals the gremlin, sells it to the dad for like 200 bucks. Dad brings it home, gives it to his son. You're not supposed to get it wet. Don't put it in direct sunlight. And you cannot feed it after midnight. So they fucked up all those rules within the first 24 hours. And in order too, which is nice. Panic ensues. The end. So I guess we'll just start off real quick. Um, did you guys know that a, the term gremlin actually is a pretty old term? I knew it came before the movie. I knew that the legends like they would go on airplanes and fuck them up. Yeah, so that's why when you if you notice in the movie the gremlins are able to like fuck with electronics very easily because like that's their whole shtick. Is that what that like drunk old farmer was going on about? Yes. Yeah. I think you're talking about planes too, right? Yeah, because they used there was like stories that back in World War Two, 
That Simpsons episode makes a lot more sense now. The one where Bart sees the little gremlin taking the school bus apart and nobody believes him. Gizmo was cute. Did not look very realistic, though. No, did you guys know, actually, that Gizmo was voiced by... Harry uh, Mandel? Yes. I didn't know that. You know who Harry Mandel is? <laughs> so, I didn't get that he was, like, an inventor, because I guess you guys were making too much noise over the intro. Mm -hmm. I thought he was a traveling salesman. I'm like, why is he trying to sell this, like weird bathroom contraption to this old Chinese man. Well, he's like both. He's like a traveling salesman who sells his own inventions. He's really, he's really more of a con artist, though. Because his inventions never fucking work. They don't yeah. work. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a yeah. gross, sleazy dude. Yeah. yeah. Gremlins. You got, you got to watch out for the foreigners because they plant gremlins in their machinery. That's the same gremlins brought down our planes in the big one. Thank you. That's right. World War II. Good old... WWII. <laughs> you know, they're still shipping them over here. They put them in the cars, they put them in the TV, they put them in the stereos and the radios. You stick in your ears, they put them in your watches. They got little teeny gremlins for our watches. Um, I don't think it's such a good idea that you drive home. Why don't you walk home? You know, Katie, I think maybe I'll walk home. Good. That's a nice night. Also, um, I want to know. How did he get the blue eye? What did this old Chinese man do? Yeah. I think he was blind. Right? Yeah. Blind in one eye? Yeah. The blue eye, right? Yeah, probably. That was the blind <laughs> one. Yeah, that would be the one. Um, I'll tell you this much. They're making a Gremlins prequel series. Yes, we did uh, look that up, and yeah. I think that was why you decided we were watching these movies. Yeah, to get, you, get us all psyched up for the new series coming out. My best bet would be that he, a Gremlin blinded him somehow. Maybe. That'd be like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's, I feel like that's implied, isn't it? Because he's... Well, not implied, not implied, but yeah. it's a good. I, like I think it's a good. Yeah, makes him too. look like a crazy old man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, Jess, you read this, uh, the plot synopsis to the new Gremlin uh, series. What is it generally about? It's about the old Chinese man and Gizmo in China. I can't word it, but yeah, it's like their adventures before the movie starts when he was a young man. Where he like meets Gizmo and they go on yeah, like. How he meets Gizmo and how he finds out about the Gremlins. Yeah, the cool thing like, about that yeah. show is his name wouldn't be Gizmo. If they do it right. Oh, because, you're right. Because the bad name. Well, I think in the thing it does say Mogwai. It yeah. doesn't say Gizmo. To keep everything, like, not confusing, I'm just going to call him Gizmo the whole time. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I, I, I would assume sooner, though, instead of a Mogwai giving him the blue eye, it would probably be, like, a monster was trying to kill him. And the Mogwai saved him, but in doing so, he still got zapped in the eye or something. Godzilla versus Mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. No, but when uh, Jess was telling me about the, the plot to the TV series yesterday, she was telling me that he's going to fight a bunch of other magic monsters. In the show? Yeah. Like, it's about, oh, like... Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, from, like, uh, Chinese mythology. Yeah, so they're going to fight a Are Gremlins Chinese originally, or no? How it works is the, the theory back in World War II was it was the Japanese putting gremlins in, like, the planes and tanks of Americans. That, that seems like something they do. <laughs> so I don't know if he's Chinese or if he's Japanese or Korean or... I think he's, uh... He's one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what my guess is. Could be either any of them. I know he's Asian. I just know he's not from India. I can tell you that. Uh, the actual description of it does say in China. Oh. Oh, so oh yeah, he's Chinese. So they are Chinese, and that's where I'm getting this Chinese from. I'm not being racist saying he looked Chinese. So, um, watching uh, Gremlins as a kid, uh, I always felt like there was a bunch of different types of monsters in that shop. Like, even though we only see the, the Mogwai, if you look in the background, there's a bunch of different, like, uh, Mogwai. Mogwai. 
Uh, <laughs> the Mogwai's from Boston. <laughs> that's not Boston. I was trying to do Chinese. Mogwai. But uh, I, there was a bunch of atrariums and aquariums in that shop. So I got the impression that, like... He had, like, a whole bunch of mythical creatures in there. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of different creatures and shit like that. Um, the little boy, he knew the whole shtick about the Mogwai, right? Yeah, he knew all the rules. Do you think that, like, there was a story going on behind the scenes where the little boy put a drop of water on, like, the Mogwai... And like he gave um, Billy the or Billy's dad the original Mugwai and kept one at the shop to trick the, the grandpa. He could have. That makes sense. I mean, that would have been smart actually. He could have because like grandpa had gone to the other room. Yeah. And he sent. Yeah. What the hell? Out. He could have just gave him the new one too. See that? Yeah, he could have. But I bet you, like the grandpa went to check out his Mugwai and noticed that he was acting different. No, I no. What I'm, what I'm saying is like he could have kept Gizmo. Yeah. And just sold the other one. No, I agree. Yeah, because I don't want to spoil anything for the Gremlins 2 that we haven't actually seen yet. But if they do the prequel series, like, it's, like, a story of, like, two best friends. Like, the Chinese boy and, like, who becomes the grandpa and, like, the Moigwai are best friends. Mm -hmm. I could very easily see that um, the little boy did, in fact, give him a second Moigwai. And he ends up keeping his friend. But you have to keep in mind that the the prequel series is, is the grandpa... And Gizmo when they were both younger. No, I get that. So they were like buddies and shit like that. Yeah, so they're like buddies. So yeah, what you're saying is the kid might have like cloned Gizmo. It, yeah, but what I'm saying is like the prequel series they don't say Gizmo, so I'm saying like the gremlin he runs around with might be the original gremlin that Gizmo comes from. Oh, True. okay. So he's even better mannered because like when they put the water on Gizmo, yeah, the things that like came off of him were like. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Evil? Evil. Little sons of bitches, this is? Yeah, I yeah. guess. No, it's, um, I don't know. They're not well-mannered. Mm. They don't have any, any, like, manners. No, they need, they need Nanny 911 to stop by that, uh, <laughs> yeah. the Pelster's household yeah. and then yeah. whip those gremlins into shape. But, um, I actually wonder if, like, because, like, a, a one mystery that everyone always has watching the Gremlin series, the two films, is why is Gizmo good when the other gremlins, or Mugwise, if you will, are bad? I'm sure the TV series is going to answer that. Yeah. So maybe it'll be like an Ash and Pikachu thing where, like, he starts off as, like, a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And, like, hanging out with the grandpa as a kid makes him, like, a, a rad bi- guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it could just come from, like, age. He might be, like, so old that he's just chill. He's like, eh, whatever. Like, a lifetime of, like, being a Mugwai has humbled him? Yeah. yeah. Or okay. he could just be, like, the odd one out in the, the species. And not want to be evil? Yeah, see, that's the assumption, but I'm sure that, like, in the prequel series, they'll actually, it'll end up being that he was evil and he gets better. <laughs> Teach them the ways of Zen. It's gonna be like the Karate Kid, but Gizmo, Gizmo magic, and this old dude. I don't know about magic, but they've got, like, ancient Chinese wisdom yeah. us here in North America know nothing of. See, at one point in the movie, you said Gizmo's magic. Do you think that the gremlins are magic? I don't know if, like, magic, but they're definitely some kind of mythical creature, like... They're not, like, normal creatures. They're not of this world. I mean, what creature do you know where you drop some water on them and they just spit babies out of their backs? Uh, well, if by water you mean a knife, um, a starfish, if you cut off its, like, arm. I know what you're saying. They are mythical, but you can be a mythical creature and not be magical. Did you guys notice, remember the old lady at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you... fucking bitch. Who did she remind? Yeah, right? I hate her. Miserable. She was fucking messed up. Who did she remind you guys of? The Wicked Witch of the West. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. was actually thinking that because she was going on about the Is dog. She's going to kill it and shit. 
I don't know. I didn't look into that. No, but, no, I, no. but yeah, no, she was obsessed with killing the little dog. Yeah. Yeah. That very, was creepy. Like, and I also got a, a very um, It's a Wonderful Life uh, vibe from it, too. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Nope. They showed it once, right? That's what I'm saying, because the, the whole premise of It's a Wonderful Life is there's this crippled guy who's, like, the richest man in town, and he's always loaning the, the, the bank money because he's so rich. And I feel like she kind of plays the same character in that town because she was the richest woman of the town, right? And the, she was going to the bank every day and talking to the bank. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the bank, like, borrowed money from her. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And she was going up the stairs, so she wasn't like, hello, hello, pain in, hello. She yeah. wasn't screaming at all her stuff <laughs> before she fell out the window. She, she didn't get, she didn't realize it was a wonderful life. <laughs> she, I don't know that's a, that's a. In the movie, Wonderful yeah. Life. In the yeah, end, okay. when he's running around, hello, movie theater. Hello, whatever, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got up the stairs. She wasn't like quickly, hello, fucking railing, hello. <laughs> she just flew out the window and, and died. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So it's like the horror version of It's a Wonderful Life. When, do you guys notice that when he was running through the town trying to get to, to work, he passed a theater that said, um, no, it said A Boy's Life, and then underneath it, it said Life on Mars? Well, it's one of two E.T. references in the film because initially, you noticed this, who uh, who produced the film? Steven Spielberg. Well, initially, they wanted to call E.T. either A Boy's Life or Life on Mars. Oh. Oh. Yeah, because E.T.'s kind of, it is like, it's iconic now, but it is kind of a weird title for like a kid's movie. So what were you expecting before you watched Gremlins and how did it surpass or underwhelm your expectations? I was not expecting it to be in the horror genre. I was under the impression that it was a children's movie uh, and then we have these fucking gremlins just straight up murdering bitches in cold blood. Like the mom fucking puts one in a blender. Like I was like not expecting any of that. I thought it was going to be more of like a cutesy thing and like a warning like you know you should always follow the rules that's what um, i like about it actually it's the unpredictableness it's a comedy it's a horror movie and it does sh you're sure right it does yeah, shit like yeah. that or you don't and see like, it coming first time you see it you don't see that coming at all. and like is yeah. that like a normal trope in 80s movies to just make like kids movies fucked up 80s movies the only one i've seen is the labyrinth mm -hmm. and i think never ending story, never -ending story yeah. that one the fucking horse i have never seen yeah. it but I see on the internet that that horse scene got everybody. I feel like there was an unwritten rule in every 80s movie, early 90s movie, that if a kid didn't feel icky or weird at any point watching the movie... He was a pussy. But didn't do its job. Because every movie we're talking about, at one point, I, I felt icky and weird while watching it. Like, maybe it's all the puppetry or the dark lighting, but, like, Gremlins, Never Ending Story, Labyrinth... At one... I yeah. get to a point. At some point, I I don't feel right. right I remember. Moment. I know. I remember watching those movies as a kid, like having that moment. Is this meant for me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Labyrinth for sure. Especially in the labyrinth, mm -hmm. when David Bowie comes on screen and all you see is his fucking bulge. I'm like, <laughs> am I allowed to watch this? Bob? <laughs> I, see like, for see for me, it wasn't even like anything inappropriate. It's just like weird visuals that make you feel like your stomach turning, like when the hands are talking in the labyrinth. Yo, I thought that was so cool how they like could talk. Oh, I mean, I could appreciate it as an adult, but as a like a younger person, I was like, this is uh, weird. This like, is what is happening? Awesome. See, the funny thing about Gremlins, I felt, was like at certain points in the movie, you couldn't tell whether it like they were trying to go for comedy or go for horror. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's classified as a horror comedy. Yeah, but I think the comedy uh, aspect of it is kind of like how. The Room is a dark comedy, like, it's, like, after the fact. 
Like I, I feel I genuinely feel like when they were making the movie, they weren't trying to make a horror comedy. They were just yeah. trying to make like a, a horror. Yeah. Yeah, but then they were like these things are too fucking cute. Yeah. So. Like when uh, she tells that story about her dad. Yeah. Okay. That like what the fuck was that? That came like out of nowhere. And I even said as she's talking, I'm like, nobody fucking asked. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Yeah. No one. Straight- what were they even yeah. talking about? Like well, right before that. Uh, like finding Spike and mucking up his shit. And I she think. Just brought it up. And then she brings. She's like, I hate Christmas. This is the my, this is even the worst Christmas I ever had. And Billy's like oh, literally okay. they keep cutting to Billy and he's doing other stuff like look. like he's actually doing what they're supposed to be doing and she's just like I'm just gonna stand here and monologue for like two whole minutes <laughs> yeah even though you don't give a shit about what I'm saying what was like what was the general like basis of the monologue uh well her father went missing around Christmas time and you know they couldn't find him couldn't find him he was missing for weeks and then she goes to like set a fire in their fireplace and then that's when she smells it. So, you know, Dad was being an idiot climbing down the chimney, which, why the fuck would you actually climb into a chimney? Like, what fucking idiot? Well, you know, what you do is you climb up the chimney, and you stand, like, you sit, like, huddled down. Well, first off, you don't do this because it's weird, but if you really have your it's, heart set on doing a this. A chimney is not big enough for a person to fit in. Go stick your head up there. It was Christmas Eve. Big I was nine years old. Me and Mom were, were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. His mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. Police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire, and that's when I noticed the smell. Firemen came and broke through the chimney top, and me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. If you were going to do that, you would huddle down. But anyways, the reason I wanted you to bring that up is because the story ends with her saying, and that's how I knew there wasn't a Santa Claus. I genuinely couldn't tell if that was a horror beat or a comp because like that's the punchline you know what i'm saying to like yeah yeah that i think i think i see what you're saying but i think it was meant to be dark yeah me too and it is dark. i get what you're saying though it's like that's the point of the story yeah no i think that was meant to be dark though because the point was like she found out that way because everybody finds out but she found out because her dad fucking died dressed up like santa yeah that's a fucked up way to find out a moigwai is like a mythical creature but in the film we only really see Mugwai, a dog, and a cat. How do we know that in this universe that animals don't aren't just like super smart? You, you could be right. A, you're right. You're right. Dog, dog smart. That's what, uh, there's two instances where the dog clearly. That's right. There's two of them. So with a few of them, where the dog literally reacts to what the human's saying when he has no business reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think the old lady's right. The dog should be put down. <laughs> Give me the creeps and human language or English language. When she's like cussing the dog out, 
at the bank. She's not pointing at the dog and yelling at him. She's just talking to Billy, right? The dog jumps up. This is what's left of my imported Bavarian snowman. Your dog broke it this morning. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Just tell me how much I owe you. I'll be more than happy to... I don't you. want money. I want your dog. Barney? Give him to me. I'll take him to the kennel. They'll put him to sleep. It'll be quick and painless compared to what I could do to him. What could you do? I'll catch the beast myself. And you'll get what he deserves. A slow, painful death. Maybe I'll put him in my spin dryer on high heat. That'd do it all right. You're just like your father. I've listened to his miserable excuses for ten years, the loser. It's for you, you mangy cur. I'll get you when you least expect it. Oh, my heart! Oh, yeah, I my must heart. apologize for this most unusual. You And bites the lady's arm. Because he's like, you fucking bitch. You're yeah. talking about murdering me slowly. I'll show you. If I was in front of Princess and I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to the other room to get a knife. Princess isn't going to react and try to bite my arm. It's a fucking dog. And then in their instances, when the dad comes back, the, the stupid fucking janky uh, inventor, he, he sees them like, why is it multiplied at this point? Because they're wet. And he's like, this will replace the dog as the man's <laughs> best friend or something like that. And the dog reacts. He's like, wait, what? What's going on? What really bothered me is when he's giving um, the Mogwai to his son. Why the fuck are you gift wrapping something that's alive? Like, it didn't look like there were any holes punched in there. Yeah. How was this poor fucker breathing this whole time? See, my assumption was that he just wrapped it. So what? He was, like, out in his car wrapping <laughs> the, the fucking cold. thing? In the cold. Yeah. My God. yeah. No, yeah. see, you're right, because, no, you would sneak in, and then you would come down with the... Yeah, that thing was in, like, wrapping paper for a few hours, just sitting in the passenger yeah, seat. right? Like, Fucking ready what? to pass out. <laughs> Another one that really bothered me is the first night after Billy gets uh, Gizmo, mm -hmm. they're, like, going to sleep, and one of the rules is you cannot put this guy in, like, bright light, That right? was funny, you're right, yeah. And then he's sleeping in his room, and, like, there's light shining directly onto him. And now I'm assuming this might be like the moonlight streaming into the room or like a street light. But still, that means that he is it by a window that is not covered. So when the sun comes up, is yeah. that going to kill him? A thousand percent. See, it's a, it's a nice shot for a movie because they pan over his room and Billy and the dog are sleeping in the darkness. And then it pans over to Gizmo and it's bright so you can see his bed. But... From a practical standpoint, Jess is right. Like, <laughs> in the the morning, in the he would wake up and look at his fucking drawer and just see, like, smoke. Smoke, yeah, like a vampire waking up in the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of incidents in this movie where this fucking gremlin should have died. Like, at the very end when he defeats uh, Spike, yeah. he fills the room with light. Yeah. The room he's in. And Billy picks him right up. Doesn't, yeah. like, no, but he, Yeah, but he falls into something. What is he falling yeah, No, I watched. He didn't fall into anything. He just fell. Oh. He just, like, fell down. And even if he did fall into something, Billy picks him up. 
And he's like, Dad, give me your scarf. Yeah, Dad, your scarf. And then they, like, wrap him, but it's already right in there. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but they don't, like, wrap it over his body. They just kind of, like, put him in the scarf because he's, like, hurt. His head's still open. You think, yeah. that, you think that's bad? You remember that one scene? Oh, I'm not going to ruin it. I'll just say this one thing. It's a scene in the sequel where he's literally in the sunlight. Yeah, whatever. Well, it's a sequel. Like, rules don't apply. Just ask the Twilight series. The only thing, the only problem I have with the movie, but I don't really, it's not really a problem because it's a movie. If Gremlins actually existed like that, they'd be everywhere. Because they're evil, and they purposely multiply to make more. Or throw us. Creature on a, a, a planet that's 75% water yeah. gets wet and immediately multiplies quicker than any other that creature much? in existence. If you jump yeah. in a pool, there's like, there's like a Yeah, imagine yeah. if it just jumped into the fucking ocean. The so ocean that's my one problem with Gremlins, yeah. is that that's yeah. really obvious. That would obviously happen, and yeah. they would win. Yeah, and so, it's not like China is like a mainland country. Yeah. Like, it's, it's bordered by the ocean. It's not like it's like... Mm -hmm. Landlocked. Yeah, all the like the gremlins could jump into the water and make like a boat out of their like drowning carcasses and like swim over to, or even they could just go in the water and eventually like there's so many of them yeah. that, that like they there's just like crawl all over each other. The, like, I'm the kind of guy where I I honestly I don't know if it's nostalgia or because it, they're actually real, but yeah. I really like a movie that has practical effects. You know what? Yes, they the practical effects were very dated, but. I enjoyed it. Except there was this one scene at the coffee maker where we were trying to figure out if it was actually a practical effect yeah. or if it was, like, computer animated. Oh, it was, like, a scene straight out of Hocus Pocus. Yeah, like, it, it looked like, like... It wasn't a computer. It was, like, it a was drawing. Like the, it was, like, the black flame candle yeah. scene in Hocus Yeah. See, black is a weird color that it's so dark that it can just, like, look like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it could have been, like, real, <laughs> like... Yes, yes, but this was before the invention of Vanta Black, so... Oh, I see, I right? see. That's a good point. But the reason why I bring up CGI with Gremlins is I really hope that there isn't any real, like, CG. I hope, like, Gremlin in the new series is real. I hope it's not, like... Yeah, yeah they just, like, recreate the puppets and maybe look, make it look a little more realistic this time. Well, the scenes I would really like for them to switch out is there's a few times in the movie we just watched where they use stop animation. Oh. Like, when they're all running down the street. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. really obvious. That looked real fucking janky. So those are the kind of scenes you can replace with CGI if you have to. Another scene that would have actually been better with CGI is when the Mugwais, uh multiply. And, like, they're going from being a fuzzy ball to, like, slowly opening up and turning into a gremlin. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, a Mugwai. They have to keep cutting back and forth from... The little balls to Billy's face? Yeah. Because they got to switch out the, the little fuzz balls. Yeah, so yeah. that I think that would have been better if it wasn't CGI. Or, if it, sorry, if it was CGI. Mm. Okay, yeah, I would have made, made that, that transition, transition a little more smooth. smooth. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. Or, or even that's, that's like an instant where, like, like they could have used stop animation. animation. What do you guys think about what I was saying, though? About what? About the flaw. Like, the world be overpopulated with Gremlins. Yeah, no, oh that's that's definitely an error. But, and, like, even if the world was, like, it's only fresh water. Yeah. Like, still, there's a lot of fucking fresh water in this world. We're they real? Would purposefully, like, get wet, make more, and just take over the planet. That'd be really yeah. easy. Because they're smart. They're not stupid. See, well, they're sort of stupid, but they're smart enough to, like, fuck shit up. Like, yeah. destroy things and, you know, kill people and be, yeah, well, be like, clever. Well, they can read the instant they're born. Like, Spike saw the candy sign. That's why he went across the street and stopped watching the movie. Yeah. Snow White. Yeah, exactly. Fucked up if, if they took over the world. How, did, how does nobody know they exist? That's the thing, too. Because nobody, like, nobody believes in them. Once that happened in that town, everybody would know. And also for historic stuff, like the fucking airplane uh, hijacking stuff. That's kind of the idea of, like, I want, almost wonder if, like, they're going to, like, in the prequel series, it might take place during World War II. 
and we might see the origin story to the gremlins fucking with planes. Okay, well, see, if it was to take place in World War II, it would have had to have been about 40 years before the first movie took place. And it says that Sam Wing is 10 years old. So I think it takes See, place... See, you're getting at he aged really poorly because he's only 47. Probably. Maybe World War One. <coughs> if you maybe. were to say World yeah. War One, I, I could be like, okay, yeah, they were fucking with the planes. Right, you're right, because he'd be really young. Right? Like, yeah. we gotta do the math. He's, he's obviously like... close to 80. He... 70, at least. Yeah, he, he's portrayed as very old. He's 70 and 80. <laughs> Having a Mogwai is stressful. Like... <laughs> he's just oh, like, maybe. you can't handle it. <laughs> Well, that's a good point you bring up. Having a Mogwai is very stressful. Yeah, and it, is, really. it sounds like Billy's the one paying, like, basically paying, like, the mortgage at his house. That's why he's, like, 20 and living with his parents. Yeah, in the 80s. So, like, dad's never home. He's trying to sell his inventions. It's poor Billy and his mom. So what does he do? He gives him the most high-maintenance fuck, the Jessica of, Jessica of pets, essentially. I am not high-maintenance. Fuck you. You can't get it wet. You can't feed it. Fuck you, you fucking <laughs> Brussels sprout. All right, so I got some fun facts, a bunch of fun facts. This is going to be fun. This is from ScreenRant.com. The gremlins were almost played by monkeys. Yeah, released many years before CG oh. was a remotely valuable option. That's like, pretty cool. Cause it's, oh, I guess it doesn't say what kind of monkey. Probably spider monkeys, right? I guess that's why they're shaped the way they are shaped, because they kind of look like monkeys, right? Okay, that makes sense. I can see it in their shape. Gizmo has a famous voice, like I said, Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah. So do the gremlins. They're voiced by the guy from Police Academy who does all the crazy voices, uh, Michael uh, Winslow. He's like a uh, okay. guy, like in the sh in the movie Police Academy. His whole shtick is he makes like crazy sound effects. And we've found another movie Jeff does not know about. Uh, the gremlins' dialogue was mostly uh, ad libs, so like cool. made up on the, the spot. Did you guys notice actually it was kind of funny? Like even though the gremlins are all like asexual, but Spike's their leader. Did you notice that in the bar scene? I guess he found the most like beta fucking gremlin of the bunch and dressed like a girl to make it his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like that guy's that guy's not into it, but like uh, Spike's like, you know what, dude? Like I am the leader. You will do what I say. Yeah, you are my bitch. This is what's up. So all gremlins are guys, I guess, eh? Well, I mean, they're all asexual. Oh, oh they're neither or. They don't have, like, a codpiece. They're not <laughs> They refer to be called them and them, theys. One thing you pointed out watching it, uh, and you kind of uh, brought up, is that it's not very appropriate for kids. Yeah, that was my whole thing. Because I go into this thinking this is a children's movie, mm -hmm. and then as we're watching it, I'm like, what is this movie even rated? Like, how is this a kid's movie? Well, it's actually the first movie to be rated PG-13. Because they felt the way Jess did. Like, I don't know how to feel about this movie. <laughs> not for kids but it's not for adults either steven spielberg actually created the um pg-13 rating oh. because there was a lot of issues with his other film indiana jones and the temple of doom what was that one pg-13 yeah or no it, no, was, it was pg but yeah. a lot of parents was there nothing yeah, in between there was, was pg then like no, 18 indiana jones is 14a and the next two are pg so they created the pg-13 just for that i know that because i remember uncle mike had all the indiana jones and i was like looking at the back of them i just thought it was so weird to have like your, one movie is in, like, a whole different, like, class than the rest of the movies. Which one's, like, PG? The second two. The first one is 14A. What, Doom is PG? Yeah. PG, yeah. That's it? Yeah, that's what? the that's reason why... why he created the PG-13 rating for this movie oh. is because he got a lot of backlash for... Yeah, that's what rips the guy's heart out. Again? Like, like, it's not PG. It's well, not parental guidance. That's, like, you should be a little bit older to watch that. The concept of Gremlins was inspired by rodent problems. What? Rodent problems. I personally think, see, the Gremlins created a whole new genre of film. Little monsters trying to fuck up your day. Yeah. Like Critters, Troll 2. There's a lot of movies that are like Gremlin ripoffs, right? 
But I almost feel like Gremlins is a collaboration of two existing concepts. Certain movies come by where they create a whole new genre of movie. Like uh, Ghostbusters came out and created the genre of people trying to kill wacky-looking monsters. That's how we got Men in Black. That's how we got Evolution. Same with slasher films. Like Halloween came out and created like the first slasher film ever invented. First one? Nightmare it might be one of the early ones. It may not be the very first. Yeah, you get right? the point I'm trying to make, though. Like, certain yeah, movies... it set the tone. And then other filmmakers were like, okay, we can take this idea, take it in this direction, and just yeah. kind of run with it. And I feel like this is a collaboration of Trouble with Tribbles, to a certain extent, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. I've never seen either of those. A Little Shop of Horrors, like, it's not exactly like this where it's a bunch of monsters running around, but there's, like... The one monster is trying to duplicate himself to take over the world. Oh, one other fun fact I found while looking at the fun facts is that Tim Burton almost directed it. Okay. And another cool fun fact is initially in the, like the first two drafts of the story, Gizmo was also going to turn into a gremlin. And in fact, was going to be Spike. But then Spielberg decided, you know what? Like, it's better if um, the main character, like, stays as a, uh... a cute little gremlin. Yeah. And uh, one uh, like final thing I wanted to point out is it's kind of weird that Judge Reinhold's in this movie, eh? What? Judge Reinhold. Who's that? The guy at the at the bank in the beginning. He's in two scenes side by side, and then he disappears for the whole film. Who's he, who's he in the bank? Oh, he's the old dude. No, the, no, the young guy. He had brown hair, and when the the dog t attacks the old lady, he calls the guy a putz. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes yeah, to the bar with him, bar. and he tells him, like, you're too nice of a guy. And then there's a third scene where he walks by... But you only see, like, he walks through people later in the bank, but you only see the back of his head, and he says something voiceover. So I'm almost curious if it was a different actor. I wonder if, like, um, he was supposed to be there longer, but then... Did something happen? Like, he had to go film another movie or something. Oh, What's his interesting. Name? Is, he, why, is he actually a judge, I guess? No, his name is Judge Reinhold. That's, like, his name in is the, Judge. In the movie. No, in real life, it's an actor named Judge Reinhold. Wait, why, wait why would the guy who works at the bank be named... Like, why would his character be called Judge? I don't his, his legal name is Judge? Yeah. Oh. There's actually a reference in a cartoon uh, where he's Judge Judge Reinhold. Like he plays himself <laughs> as a judge. It was a, the Clerks cartoon. That's a weird. That's weird. Uh, like Egg Helm. Egg Helm is a weird <laughs> name too. Uh, one thing I wanted to point out is uh, I'm not entirely certain that uh, gremlins are bad. Because the humans actually started it. Yeah? Well think about like when the gremlins turn into gremlins, who attacked who first? In the movie? Yeah. The mom. The mom attacked the gremlins. I mean, they were being vicious towards Gizmo, though. So, I, I, so? The mom fucking killed them before they even tried killing her. No, but that was before the... They, she yeah, okay, her. but the gremlin at the school killed that teacher. Yeah. Yeah, but all he did was put a needle in him the way he put a needle in him. Still. Like, if you put a needle in me, He's and, then, and I'm like too. this fucking big, <laughs> and then I grow bigger, if I put a needle in you, that's like tit for tat. How is the gremlin to know that one needle had liquid in it or was retracting blood while the other one had air in it? And then the mom comes downstairs and the buddy's just trying to eat fucking some cookies and she fucking grinds him up with a blender. Of course they're going to retaliate. I mean, I guess. That's a good theory. That is. That's yeah, that's actually really good. Thank you. I came up with that watching it today. They fought through the dog, though, for no reason. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck yeah. dogs. Yeah, and that's before <laughs> they turned evil. Also, you say that he fucked with the dogs, but we it happened off... Like, right, it could have been that old woman. It could have been the whole woman. he had smile on his face. Hey, we all sleep weirdly. You know, we all make <laughs> some, Especially you. Yeah, I'm sure I make some silly faces. Cuddling a Billy pe body pillow. So, Jess, um, well, the body pillow doesn't have any bones. Jess, uh, do you, like, what did you think of the movie? 
Now that you've seen it, is this now a, a new Christmas classic? Do you ever want to see it again? We're never going to watch it at Christmas time. We might watch it again. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it wasn't wow, like amazing. Do you have any predictions for the um for the next movie? Like what could possibly happen or what? Uh, oh, like... fuck. Um, I have no idea. No? I, I know that evil gremlins come back. And that's it. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, I think we're going to break this up into a two-parter because this feels pretty long. Uh, Brendan, do you have any final thoughts about Gremlins? Yeah, just stuff that I think would have made the movie better is if they explain, like, during the war or something, the Gremlins got killed, like, the species, besides, like, Gizmo, basically. Yeah. And that was, like, them coming back. You're really hung up on this whole, like, they should have took over the well, planet by now, eh? I shouldn't think about it's yeah. a movie. Yeah. So, whatever. But that's, like, the logical, like, it doesn't make any sense. No, you're sitting there going, like, wait, if you have one Gremlin, you multiply that. This by this time point by 1984 yeah, we should be overrun with gremlins. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you, bro. Guys, fucking stay tuned for the next video coming out in a few weeks. Uh, till then, check out us on Spotify and the Apple Podcast. Jess, do you have anything to plug? Nope. <laughs> no. I never have anything to plug. I'm boring. I love it. How about you, Brian? Anything you want to plug? <laughs> yeah, but I'll do that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about his butt. All right. Um, say the thing. Thing you say at the end of each podcast. Oh, peace. The second part of it. I don't know. Out. <laughs> oh, do I say peace out every time? Yeah. I didn't even notice I did that. All right, peace out, guys. goes on the fritz or your washing machine blows up or your video recorder conks out before you call the repairman turn on all the lights check all the closets and cupboards look under all the beds because you never can tell there just might be a gremlin in your house <laughs>